What happens when a staff member leaves and they leave under bad terms? This is John Young and today we're going to be doing kind of an ask me anything because I've had some people asking questions and this is one that I don't think I've ever really seen addressed online. So we're going to deal with this question and this question comes from I believe someone in um, Kentucky was uh, sent this one up and I don't remember exactly your name and I apologize for that. But he was asking about how you handle situations when you have a staff member. Uh, as a multi-system operator, we have staff come and go, where you've had people that are with you for months, sometimes with year, for years. And he was asking, what do you do when you have a staff member who leaves the business but leaves under negative terms and starts a competing DJ company? This happens with a lot of us. A lot of us have had people go on to you know, kind of under under negative terms and sometimes under positive, where we've actually they've had our blessing to go forward. Which is uh, recently one of my uh, DJs that uh, the last that worked with me, uh, she's gone out on her own right now, and uh, I've done everything I can to help her, and, and it's a, a good relationship, and that's the way you'd like to have it. But most of the time, when this happens, um, especially the the sudden, you know, the hey, I'm I'm quitting tomorrow, and by the way, I've got 10 gigs lined up uh, that I did. That's happened numerous times, and I, want, I had a couple of thoughts I wanted to share with this. First off, before we get to that point, you need to have a non-compete agreement uh, with all of your all of your DJs. Non-compete agreements may not fly in some states, but in most states, they are somewhat enforceable or fully enforceable. Yes, if you're in a right-to-work state, it probably is not going to be enforceable, but it's not a bad idea to have a non-compete agreement set up so that if they're, after you have trained them, that it's not one of those things that you can basically, they sign it today and then if they quit tomorrow that you've now gotten locked in. You have to have something, some skin in the game where you have put some time and money and training into them and given them some value so that they cannot turn around and after getting all that training, quit and then immediately go to work for themselves or a competitor. So having a non-compete, search that out, make sure you get that with any staff member that you're actually going to train. In my case, I did not ask my staff members to actually sign a non-compete until we started getting into the training. That They've gone through some preliminary testing to make sure that they were going to function. I might have even brought them with on a show just so they could get an idea of it and I get a feel for who they are. Then I would sign, we, we would do the non-compete agreement. Moving forward, okay, so now we've got a, a staff member, they've been with me for a number of years, and they, actually I got one more thing with non-compete, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I forgot to mention this. There's going to be a point in time with a non-compete agreement that's based on your training and your value and such that you would get beyond that point where you're not going to be able to, to uh, hold them to that, meaning that they've worked for you for five years. And after that, it's really tough for a, a, a judge to say, oh yes, you've got a non-compete agreement. Now you may have be able to keep them from working for a competitor, but you're probably not going to be able to keep them from going out on their own. You might be able to do a non-disclosure where they can't talk to anyone about your business and things for up to a period of 12 months. But these are little nuances with non-compete and non-disclosure that you really need to look into more. Okay, so they've, they've, they've given me their notice and they're quitting and I find out they have got five or six gigs or I had a bar contract and now they're trying to um, poach that bar contract, what have you. How do I handle that? First off, hopefully you've, you've got relationships with your, your current and past clients and such enough where they know you and trust you and like you. And in my, in my case, I have had DJs leave my company. Uh, most of the time they've left because of a mutual um, misunderstanding, we'll call it, on what it means to work for me. 
they've gone off because I don't allow drinking on the job. I don't allow, uh, and then I don't want, I don't allow getting drunk on the job. Let's put it that way. I frown upon drinking on the job, but that's not a deal breaker. It's for some people they they feel that drinking on the job. So I've had DJs that have left my my employ and gone out on their own because of things such as that. That's been the biggest one actually on a few occasions. Relationships hopefully are built, and there's going to be some times where they're going to be talking and spreading misinformation. Hopefully, you have someone in your corner who will know you and trust you enough that they're going to be able to see through that. But whatever happens, you need to stay above the fray. You never go and you never complain to anyone. In the, in the, the management world, there's this, this phrase that, that problems go up and uh, solutions come down and uh, praise comes down. You never have problems. So if you are working for a venue and you never go to the manager and complain about a problem you had with a staff member, that's not cool. That's going to make you look less in the eyes of the, the venue manager. So if there's problems, you always take the high road. You always stay professional. And Oh, they're not working for you? No, no we, we parted ways. Oh, really? What happened? Well, I'd rather not talk about it. We just we just parted ways. And now they're doing their own thing. You don't need to go and talk about. It. And they did it illegally, and they should be they should be in a non-compete, and they can't be working this. If you need to have that conversation at any point in time, you get an attorney to write letters. You do not talk to, in the public with that. You do not say anything because anything you say could be twisted and turned and become something that they could use as you slandering them. You don't want to do that. If you hear that they're slandering you, see if you can have somebody get get some proof of it or what have you. Because again, if they're slandering you, there is some legal precedence that could take take effect in this, where you could actually have some kind of a claim against them for uh, defamation of character. Um, make sure you you're paying attention and and listening, but never never feed the beast. Don't go fishing for negative things. If there's something shared with you, great. Stay above above the fray. If they're contacting you and um, you know if they're harassing you, that's that's blatant uh, harassment. But occasionally, what you'll find is that they're going to contact you and they're going to try to keep buddy buddy with you because they can get something. Maybe they're going to, hey, you know, I'm I'm, I'm still your friend and and I'd like to borrow speakers or I'd like to do this. My recommendation, even if they're friends, is that when they've stepped away from your business, is that you really now change it to a professional level, and you're not going to be renting or you're not borrowing gear to them. You're not going to be giving them a computer to use, heaven forbid, because we know what will happen then. Your computer, your music library, which has probably already been stolen, will um, will be stolen at that point in time. Treat them as you would any other business entity out there in the DJ world. Not a friend, just a, a person who's out there. And if you would rent your speakers to Joe Schmo DJ over here, then you can think about renting it to them. The problem you're going to have is that sometimes if you've got a past employee who's gone out on not-so-good terms, and they're doing their own thing right now. They're going to think that they can take advantage of you. They're going to show show you a little, you know. Oh, you know, gosh, I should have stuck around, and I would love to work with you, but I just had to do it because of my spouse. And you understand, right? Okay, great. Hey, by the way, can I borrow that big sound system that that you used for the prom? Because I've got a prom booked over here at this other school. You know what they're going to do? They're going to take advantage of you. They're probably going to go and and t- offer your level of service or gear, what have you, at a reduced price because they're trying to get their foot in the door. Really, the best way to do it is say, you know what, I, I, I appreciate your time with us. Thank you very much, but I don't think we can work together anymore. Once once you're not under my banner, my stuff is my stuff, your stuff is yours, unless you have a rental division. But stay above the fray. Keep things separate as much as possible. 
and I, I you know that means that if you're going to conventions they're no longer going to be rooming with you you need to again keep that professional separate business and treat them as you would any other any other wedding industry professional and again keep your eyes open because you can be taken advantage of and I I have had this happen as I'm, I'm too nice of a person and I've had people take advantage of me because I haven't just basically drawn a line in the sand and said okay now we're here you're there I'm here and let's move forward with that kind of a relationship you try to blur the line and things happen so I hope this helps a little bit gives you an idea it's it's a really it's a bad area it's a tough area there's a it's a no-win situation and it's I, I wish this is one part of the multi-system world that I wish could go away the other part is the wondering if everyone's all set up and everything on a Saturday this is before cell phones and you're wondering okay gosh is everybody up and running am I going to you know how is everything going because you don't get reports until people drop gear off that night oh I hate those days those are the things as a multi I just hate it but anyway hopefully this helped a little bit if you have any questions just message me on Facebook put messages you know email me john at distjockeynews.com and we can answer any questions you may have if this is your first Tuesday tip, thank you for watching. If you have liked any of our Tuesday tips, you know, click the like on those because that gives us some feedback of what types of tips you guys like more than others. Some are, are obviously going to connect better with you than others, so please, if you like it, click the like down below. If you are, are so willing, you know, hey, give us, a, give us a share with this because the Tuesday tips thing, we want to try to bring, bring that to the masses and such. So share it if you can comment down below. We just appreciate you watching. This is John Young with the Disc Jockey News with our Tuesday Tip of the Week. If I were you, I'd hit the subscribe button before I hit the video. But don't mess things up. Wanna know why? Because I'm Batman.